live on Facebook. Amen. Um, we are excited um, about today. This is our first, the brothers' first Zoom. Um, 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 R three of us doing it. Of us doing this together. So we are. So we're definitely excited about it, and believe that God is gonna um, bless and definitely have a word for all of us. So I'm asking you now that if you can, if you'd like to join in. Amen. You can do so by uh, clicking on the Zoom link. You can join like that. We're definitely love you to be a part of us and everything as we're waiting for the brothers to come on. Uh, what I want to do real quick, let's do a couple of house things, you know, let you know about our different broadcasts that we got go going on. We have several broadcasts during the week. And um, truly, uh, during the week and everything, and on the weekends, and truly, this is not nobody but God. This uh, on One Christian Speak Talk Radio. Okay, you can find out more about us when you go to onechristianspeak.com, and you can find out a little bit more about uh, the different broadcasts, podcasts, and different things that we're we're trying to do, and the vision, and some of the different hosts and their background. Uh, one of the things that we've been doing this now for, we've been doing this, not me, but we've been doing this now for like nine years. Amen. It is truly, it's been a blessing. Um, we have people, a listener base that's probably pretty close to 120, 25 different countries over the years and everything. Um, I was looking at some of the numbers that's there. Like we even got a listener base in China, people that are listening from all the way in China. And, and uh, Russia and different places like that. So we are grateful for God because our task is to give the word of God out. Um, nothing, nothing more and um, nothing less. You know, this is not about uh, egos and all that kind of stuff, but about getting the word out. Amen. So what are the things I want to do real quick? I want to go ahead and tell you about uh, um, his about Grace Minister, but that's the realms right now. It's every Tuesday, 7 p.m. That's subject to change, okay? So that's going to probably change in a few. Challenge to change with Pastor Paul Morgan. It's every first and second Wednesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finished work with Pastor Pat. Pat Randall is the first and the second Thursday at 12 noon. Amen. Friday night, Joe is the first, the second, and the fourth Friday. Amen. I just finished doing a broadcast on, on Friday. Amen. The Bread of Life is the first and the third Sunday. Amen. That's usually with me. Uh, sometimes um, Robin, Robin White will come and join us. Amen. Um, that's on Sundays. Okay. Uh, our weekly prayer, we have a weekly prayer called Midday Glory Prayer of Reverend Gwen Dixon. Amen. That's at 1 p.m. The dollar number is 267-807-9605. We do this. This is a free conference call. We encourage you to call that number on Wednesday at 1 p.m. Or you can go always go back and listen to it. Uh, this is the awesome woman of God that prays very strong. Amen. It's one of those type of warriors that, that would be able to break down war barriers with a prayer. So we're excited about um, her being um, um, with us, amen, and everything. And again, you can listen to that if you go, um, again, if you go to 267-807-9608, that's, it's called a 732-499, amen. Hey, that about to clear off 
fighters. Eh? So we're excited about that. Amen. Uh, about that midday prayer. Our monthly broadcast is as follows. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday at 7 p.m. Amen. Adoration with Evangelist Lewis McElwain is every third Monday at 7 p.m. Spiritual Nuggets of Truth with Minister Carmen Booker is every second and fourth Monday at 8 p.m. Matters of the Heart. Uh, the Singers Ministry is every third Friday at 7 p.m. In fact, that's coming up next Friday. The Body and the Beautiful is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. This is for young people. Amen. Much younger than I am. Amen. And of course, then we have our three real life, real men, real talk. It's every second Sunday at 7 p.m. Amen. Marriage Takeover, the body the body of one with Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson is every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. in all times, uh, Eastern Standard Time. So we're excited, amen, about what God is going to do with the different ministries and the different platforms. We are looking uh open ourselves up to, to receive more different types of hopes uh, that can come onto the broadcast and uh, that can do whatever God has given you and everything. If you'd like to Find out more about that. You can get in contact with me personally by sending me a message on, on um, Facebook, or you can send me a message on whenchristianspeak at gmail.com to talk a little more detail about that. We were uh, looking for more people to come um, to broaden the broadcast, to have a different form of a platform for everybody. Amen and amen. So what we're going to do right now, Brother Cleophus, I see you, you'll join us. I appreciate you uh, being a part of us today. I'm not sure who else that uh, did my part. I sent the word out. <laughs> and that's how, how all things are and everything. So I'm waiting on a few brothers, but we're going to go ahead and, and get started. Amen. And again, if you'd like to join, you can click on it. If you listen to Facebook, you can click on the link. Amen. Um, to join us in Zoom, we would like to hear from you. Amen. Or you can also put a, a message on the Facebook if you have a, a particular question that you would like to ask. Okay. Amen. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and um, open up in prayer. Father God, we just want to come and thank you today for your many grace and your blessing, God. Thank you for all that you are doing in our life, God. Thank you for how far that you have brought it. Thank you for keeping us this brand new day, a day that we have never seen before, a day that we can't get back. God, thank you, Lord Jesus, for keeping us from all hurt, harm, and danger, God. Thank you for bringing us all through us through all the trials and tribulations and things that we had to face, God. It was truly nobody but you. We couldn't have did it by ourselves, God. We needed you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory and all the power, God. We thank you, God. We thank you this day, God. We give this broadcast, this Zoom, this podcast, God, this ministry to you and say, Holy Spirit, come and have your way. We can't have church without you being here today, God. We need your Holy Spirit to be activated in our lives, God, so that we would speak the oracles and the mysteries of the gospel about you, Lord Jesus, that we would not be afraid of God, of the faces of men and women, but speak love, God, that we would be able to forgive, that we would be able to show uh, redemption, that we to show hope, that we will bring forth healing, that 
whatever is needed within the body of Christ, God, that we would do, Lord Jesus, is truly not by might nor by power, but by your spirit. We need you today, Holy Spirit. Come with all your might and all, all your glory, and you set the atmosphere. You determine what takes place next, God. Come and bring all your quickening power, Lord Jesus, to bring a, a forth a change that's in our life, Lord Jesus. We need you today. In Christ Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen and amen. Yeah. Amen. Again, I want to thank you for everyone for joining us. This is our three real life, real men, real talk. Like, like I got Brother Cleo for swimming and everything. You don't have no risk and get it on her there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we, but we won. Uh, yeah, I know. I know y'all won. It's up. We play later night. It's all good, man. Yeah. It's all good. You know, so, cause I was I was gonna mess with everybody. The people that want to be here not here. You know, know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. But it's all good. You know, I know everybody got a busy schedule, man. But we gotta go forth and everything. So, um, anyway, let's go ahead and get started, man. I had sent this out to the brothers. I think it was either Thursday or Friday about. Uh, the things that a man need and everything like that. And I know that uh, all of us have different perspective about what, as a man, what we need and everything. And women even have different perspective what a man needs. <laughs> and we have a different perspective what a woman needs too. So, you yeah. know, I wanted us to, to, to come together and, and, and um, I think this thing keep going out on me. I wanted us to come together and just, uh, just share and uh, give some um, scripture feedback and all that kind of stuff and I mean no there's no right or wrong answer you know uh, and I wanted to say I was hoping all of us could be able to do this today but that's not the case but we will continue to go forth with just you and me bro <laughs> and to whoever joins I think Elson said he may join late or something like that amen so yeah, that was the reason why I picked this particular topic and everything and I think that we as men need to have an understanding of exactly what it is that we need and what it is that we want. You know, there's a difference between the two, the needs and a want, you know, and everything. And um, sometimes we, those lines get crossed and everything. So I'm gonna go ahead and get started and we can just do back and forth and discuss. We might have some of the same answers, but bless God, we are on the same page, amen. And one of the things that I put down, um, as I put it, a man, this is just me. <laughs> this is my opinion. First of all, let me let me put this out. Okay, before we get started, for those that might be listening to this out, all of us need Jesus Christ, male or female. That's a must. You don't have Christ in your life. For real, we need Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We need him operating young and old. We're not leaving nobody out. Nobody is exempt from needing Christ in your life. Okay? Nobody. I don't care you've been preaching for 30, 40, 50 years. I don't care if you're newborn, save, I don't care you've been going to church all your life and your grandmother been going to church and all that kind of stuff. We need Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We need Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Amen. So with that being said, let me let me just give you the first one I got. Okay. As one that has, as for me, as someone that has been married before, now um, they've gone through a divorce. One of the things I found out, brother, Brother Cleophus, man, is that a man needs a wife. <laughs> a, 
bad knees away. This is, and this is no set order for me. I'm just, I just wrote some things down and put <laughs> scriptures. Now, man needs a wife or a helpmate, okay? A man needs a wife and a helpmate. Because scriptures, it was not meant for man to be alone. And uh, me being single in this day and time now and stuff like that um, is, is not is not what I thought I would be at, at my age, but it is what it is, amen. And I know that God has something good in store uh, for me. He said, the Lord God, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 says, and the Lord said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a help meet for him. And this is when he put Adam to sleep and everything, and he took out the rib out of Adam and um, through that rib made, uh, made, uh, created, made, and created Eve, amen, and, and breathed into her, and she became a living soul. So a man needs a wife or help, help me. Now, there might be some brother that disagree with that, okay? But I'm talking about what? For sure. me, you know? <laughs> I talk about for me. You know, I, I, for me, I enjoyed being married, even though it was rocky at times, but I like being married, and I think that's, uh, with marriage, you you there are always going to be ups and downs and issues and things to go on. They're just part of life. That's you got two human beings, both in their flesh, can be saved, sanctified, and filled in the Holy Ghost as much as they want. But there's a time that there's sometimes things ain't gonna go the way you think they should go and everything. But the, we have an advantage as being believers that we can work those things out. But it takes two. It can be one sided. It takes two. So that's my first one. A man needs a wife. Or help me, amen, and everything. So we can go down. Do you have one? Are you ready? No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna follow you. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with your, uh, what you're What's presenting that? here, and uh, okay. And when I have one, I, I'm certainly gonna share. Okay, no problem. <laughs> All right. So man needs a wife and everything like that. It's not meant for men to be alone. It's not meant to um, trying to keep an eye on Facebook and and Messenger and um, Zoom at the same time, amen. Um, um, when men are alone and everything, I think that we have a tendency to get in more trouble <laughs> because I, I think that we don't have that balance, you know. Look, I'm not, and I'm look, let me put out another disclaimer. I'm not talking about the dogs, okay? They will always be dogs, and I'm talking <laughs> to general men, okay? Yeah. But we we got men that are dogs in the church, but that's another story for another day, okay? But I'm talking about men in general, you know. Uh, we it's, it's not we 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 don't do well when we don't. I mean, we have camaraderie with other brothers and stuff like that. But that's different from having a helpmate, and amen. And I, to me, a helpmate is not one that um I think someone that posted. I, I don't have it pulled up right now, but a helpmate is not one that lords over his wife. You know, instead of a helpmate or helpmeet, it's not one that uh. That uh, that's been destructive or cheats his his wife like a slave. That's not what I'm talking about. I know that the scripture talks about in Ephesians five about submitting to your wives. But what people fail forget that just above twenty two is that twenty one says submit one to another, you know, and stuff. So people yeah. seem to have a tendency to forget that part. Amen. So uh, yeah, help me. It's not, it's not good, man. It's 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 we. I believe that we get start getting all kind. There's something about the the compassion of a woman, the compassion of a of a wife, or or someone like that that comes to men that that soothes us, you know, that bring us back a 
and makes us take a deep breath or a re I, I don't know whether and it's also it's through it's through Christ to bring forth a reality check, I guess. It's like, look, dummy, you can't do that. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, sometimes we get a lot of emails from our dad and texts and whatever, but it's God be the glory. All right. So that's one one that I have. The other one I have, if I'm gonna skip around some of these. And we talked about this. I want to go to this other one is is fellowship. Okay. Again, it's not meant for men to be alone, but here when the fellowship, fellowship is coming out of uh, Philippians chapter three, verses 10, it said that I might know him in the power of his, his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made comfortable unto his death. That was one of the scriptures I put out. Another one, the scriptures that deal with that um, the we as believers should always come together. Okay. An agreement and stuff like that. Even the fellowship of the day in Pentecost, that there was a fellowship that take place. They came together on one accord, you know, <laughs> on one accord. They all had one mind, and it was in prayer. There's something about fellowshipping with each other and stuff like that. And trust me, I know that this COVID thing has has messed up fellowship in one way, but open up fellowship through a different, a different entirely way, you know? So right. open up fellowship through a different entirely way through social media, through these media platforms and all that kind of stuff. But there's still something about that one-on-one -on -one touch and agreement and everything, uh, that, that type of fellowship that we have, especially among um, among men, you know, the chance to be, uh, get together and we talk about of family, we talk about um, sports, of course, that's probably the number one thing. And But then most of all, we can talk about godly things, you know, most of all, we can talk about those things that are God, amen, and um, especially like that. So um, I'm always excited about any kind of fellowship and getting together. And um, especially, I think we just had a family reunion recently. I missed out on that. Mm -hmm. and, or do some challenges, but I missed out on that. But it still was a fellowship, and I know that we live in a day and time that people are, are afraid to fellowship because of the concept of the virus or getting COVID or whatever. But fellowship is still important, amen. Uh, whether we we should always be able to touch and agree with each other and stuff like that. If I can't reach out to you physically, then I should be able to reach out by your phone. And for me, and this is just my opinion, I'm sorry. But text messages is not there. <laughs> text messages is not the answer for me and stuff like that. So, but um, so fellowship is one of the ones I got. So, amen. Amen. Yeah. God, I think you, I think you touched on something. <clears throat> you know, um, uh, I, I I believe too that that you know as a man you should always have someone um, above you. Mm -hmm. um, in life that uh, that has accomplished or is accomplishing some things that you want to accomplish so that you can see how to get to the next level and then have someone that that uh, a confidant so to speak um, I know you mentioned a wife and all that but you know on the same level man um, I think you need someone that you can that you can talk to someone that uh, that knows the you know, some of your innermost uh, thoughts and 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 things like that that can help you along the way, you know, uh, to counsel with you. Uh, you know, a pastor needs a pastor. Pastor needs a pastor. Yeah, and so you know, as men, we need each other um, to encourage us to uh, 
to help us along the way to, to give advice um, to uh, and, and just to show, you know, like for me, I, I'm always, you know, uh, I work with a bunch of young guys and I'm always trying to pour into them and in and, and every facet, not just in sales, but in every facet of life. Uh, and, and most of these guys, they don't they don't know uh, Jesus on, a, on an intimate level. And quite frankly, I might be the only Jesus that they get to see on a daily basis. So it's, it's important for me to live a life before them um, that represents God. <clears throat> and also to try to you know, show them some things uh, in life on how, how, how to live life and how to uh, accomplish and come up in life, uh, living, living life the right kind of way. So I think it's important that fellowship piece, I believe, is, is, is huge. Um, but I, I think, you know, this program that, that, that we're on right now, um, the scripture says an iron sharpens iron, you know. So here we are, we're, you know, we're, we're sharpening each other and we're talking about relevant things uh, such as this. You know, what do men need? And uh, you're right. We may not have all the answers, but I think that we have some answers um, that are very relevant for the time we're living. Amen. And yeah, thank you, Brother Cleo. Other thing too, when you was talking, I thought about um, as far as needing a mentor is that accountability person. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, um, a lot of times, uh, especially with well, I can't say young because it's young and old. There, if there's no one that you are accountable to them is like over oh, you you have a uh uh you have a thing of of doing it your own way mm-hmm. it can be dangerous and stuff like that and you're the only one to think that you know what's right and what's best and everything and then in church setting that's probably good that you have like a board or whatever but accountability partner is much needed um especially with everything we see that's going on within the church now and someone said no to be able to look at you in the face as the pastor and say no <laughs> that's not right you can't do that no your decision that we're right if god didn't tell you to do that and stuff that's not of god you know and and with that comes a responsibility on, on all of our part is that we have to be teachable, okay? Absolutely. We have to be able to take the chastisement as a teachable moment uh, because I will, for me, rather, and I'm probably, probably not saying this the right way, right way but uh, I can deal with the, the chastisement of men you know, could either either reject it or reject it. But the text has with God might be a different story. Yeah. You know, I mean, he know, we know that he chastises all the love and everything, but we still warn him, no, don't kill us. Don't take us out of here. <laughs> no, yeah. you know, we, we want to be able to repent and everything like that, you know, uh, stuff. So uh, I guess it depends on what situation you're you're going through and stuff, because God sends chastisements in different ways, too. So I don't know. What do you guys say about it? Well, I, I think you touched on something even there. You know, the, the, the scripture says that, that God corrects, chastises those that he loves. Right, so right. When, God is, when God is correcting you and I, uh, he's correcting us because he loves us that, that much. And 
and he doesn't want to see us uh, <laughs> run off the deep end, so to speak, you know. Uh, so he, he's trying he's trying to get us back on track. And, and that's that love. And I think when we are communicating and we have difficult conversations that we need to have with one another from an accountability standpoint, I can speak for me. I have to be open to receive yeah. and know that whatever you are saying to me is not out of a position to hurt, but out of a position to love. And yeah. sometimes I think that's where it gets twisted at is that we get into our feelings and into our emotions about the way you said it. <laughs> well, who cares how you said it as long as the results are a positive result for you and I. So right. it's not about how it, how it's said, you know, uh, the scripture, I believe it's in, uh, Ephesians 4, I want to say around 15, it says, speaking the truth in love. So the truth doesn't always feel good. Right, right, right. <laughs> but we are to we are to we are to share it in love. And uh and sometimes, you know, that doesn't that doesn't sound good. And it doesn't right. feel good when, when when you're the one that's uh, being corrected. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You know, um, we're gonna. I know we could. That's that's what we talk about now. Is a whole subject all by itself. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you when you really think about it, um, as far as um, um, when it comes to chastisement or it comes to correction and everything, and uh, while you was talking, I was thinking about the other thing, to part other part of that too. That some people, uh, and we have to be we have to be wise and we have to have discernment because everybody is not meant to chastise you, mm-hmm. okay? Everybody's not meant to chastise because there may be a a, a, a a motive there that is not of God, you know? Right. Or is meant to to tear you down or to whatever. They might be right in some aspects of what they're, they're facing or whatever and stuff. But at the same time, we have to have that discernment to be able to decide, okay, okay, okay God, is this you speaking or this him or this her? Or whatever and stuff like that, whatever whoever it may be, and everything, and we have to be very careful there because we have to guard our spirit, mm-hmm. you know. But and I, but I believe this is my personal belief. I believe that when God is speaking to you, you know, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. There's something to say. Go ahead. Yes, it sounds. Sound, I can tell you this. It'll sound totally different than when Satan's speaking to you. Yeah. Because, you know, he, he's a liar and whatever he's telling you is a lie. And when God's talking to you, you know the truth. <laughs> right, right. You know the truth. You know the truth. You know. Yeah, so, like but yeah, I, I think you I think you touched on something uh in that inside of that fellowship with accountability. I, I think as men, I think we want to be accountable to someone else. I think yeah. most men want some sort of structure in their life. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, to, to guide them, um, to, so that they, they can know that as they're progressing along in life, that they're actually progressing along. So I, I think that's important. I think it's important to have an accountability partner, um, right. someone that can, you know, uh, I love this line from the movie Ray, you know, when, when, the, when the guy told, uh, told Jamie Foxx, he said, your slip is hanging. You know, <laughs> and, and, and we and we need real, real uh, brothers in our life that we know really care about us and care about our well-being um, to be able to speak to us in that manner and let us know, hey, man, you slipping. 
you know. <laughs> How you gonna how you gonna talk to your mom like that? How you gonna talk right, to your wife right, like that? How right. you gonna talk to your brother like that? You know, right, right, so right, right. that person that can kind of shake us back and get us back on course. Right. But, you know, all of us, all of us, you know, step outside of the line sometime and 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 get stray off of the course sometime. And it's important to have that somebody in your life that can speak the truth to you, where you are willing to accept, hear and accept it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Cleo. For this. This, this is good, man. Sure. <laughs> I didn't know how this was going to go, but this is good. Uh, I see we got a couple of thumbs up in the, in the uh, on Facebook, amen. And so, for, so uh, with that being said, again, that, that, that communication, that fellowship, that uh, uh, all those things are needed and everything. We need each other, you know. You know, uh, there, was, there was a scripture that says, uh, Oh, when um, Cain uh, and killed Abel and God asked him, where's your brother? He said, am I my brother's keeper? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. And everything yeah. like that. And that's, that's, that his, I don't know whether, I won't dare, so I can't tell you. I don't know how he said it, whether it was a certain tone, but to me, it's about, not so like the thing you want to say to God, for me. It's the same for me. <laughs> and my, my brother's keeper. But we all, we all have to be responsible for each other. You know, we, oh, yeah. we did mention the scripture that iron shopping iron and everything. So we have to be um, look at it like that and everything. But uh, we need each other, man. Okay. I'm going to go to another one. Um, all right. The other one I got, like I said, I'm going to skip about. They are, they are no set order. A man needs salvation. Okay. We talked little bit about that earlier that we at the beginning that for those that just signed it on amen is that i said that we look i put out the disclaimer right off the bat we need god <laughs> we need amen. jesus christ in our in our, in our life okay but i'm going to a deep further here by saying we need salvation you know because god is, has always been with us but we need to be able to receive that salvation in our life so that we can have that fellowship go back to that word again a fellowship with him we can mm -hmm. have that intimacy with him. And one of the scriptures that I've used, several scriptures that I use actually is the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? If he is, he's my salvation, we have no reason to fear. If he's, he is my salvation, then I know that I can go to the rock. <laughs> I know that I can depend on him no matter what. In Psalms 51, 11 through 15, it says, cast me not away from that presence and take not that Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of that salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then I will teach transgresses their ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood goodness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open them, thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. O Lord, open my, therefore my lips, and my mouth shall show forth their praise. We need that salvation. We need to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord. We need to be born again. We need to really go through uh, uh, the dying and daily. We need to do all those things that are part of our life. I don't know if we're talking about men, but this is for men and women, mm -hmm. and particularly men, because God has called them to a certain place you know, of leadership and stuff like that. And how can your wife, and I was thinking about it, how can your wife or your children follow you if, if you are out of order with the things of God? 
Amen. You know, you know. So we, the, the, what we're talking about is making sure that we are in order with the things of God. Not, not trying to uh, scam somebody, uh, not trying to put anybody down, but in order with the things of God. And that's all of us. If you are breathing today, God is saying to you today, "I want you to be in order with me and everything." You know, you know me, but I want you to be in order with the things where your steps have all been been ordered by the Lord. You know. But we don't want to go off the steps or off path. And we have a tendency um, to do that because we think we know it all. We think we have the answers. We think we are the type of men are the type that will try to figure things out. And some things we can't figure out, some things we can just let go and um, let God and let him be a part of it. <laughs> amen. Amen. No, amen. I, I, I agree with everything you just said. And uh, I, I love the, uh, the salvation piece, man. Um, I, I, I believe that, uh, you know, salvation is, is a key component. Um, I, I, I believe that, that men and, and women, but I believe that we all uh, are looking for someone to follow. Mm-hmm. And if you and I, being born again, being saved, can, and worshiping God, with our lives and not just, you know, haphazardly living life, you know, and conforming to the way the world is. When, when we are living life a certain kind of way and we're having success in life based on uh, trusting God and, 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 and following his lead and his order, you know, it is the order of God for a man to be in the home. Mm. It's the order of God. And I think what happens is, you, as, you, as you'll see, when you don't have that strong uh, male figure, so to speak, in the house, and it's not very out there, there's some, there's some very strong women, um, but when you don't have that male figure in the house, uh, I think sometimes when, when, our, when, they, when our kids or the young folks go out, what are they looking for? They're looking for someone to follow. They're looking for some, some acceptance. Uh, man, we get rejected enough. So now they're looking for someone to, to love them. And the problem with the love is it's not the kind of love that, that God gives. Right. So now they're getting this love and they're getting what they think is love. And it's, and it's leading them down a path that's leading them astray, leading them out into, into the world, leading them out into destruction. The scripture says this in two places in, in, in Proverbs. And in Proverbs, I believe it's 14 and 12 and 16 and 25, and I may not be exactly right on those scripture, but this is what the scripture said. There is a way that seems right unto a man, A being singular. But the end of those ways is death. The end of the ways, ways, there is a way, but there's an end that leads to death and it's in ways. And there's multiple ways. So you, you're making the a, a decision that seems right, Right. But that one decision that you're making could lead you to multiple ways of death and destruction. Wow. And so I think we need that kind of leadership. Uh, or we look for that kind of leadership and someone to follow that we can say that you can you know, have as a mark to say, yes, that's that's I want to be like that. And we need more positivity and more positive brothers out there that that are, that are doing it the right way. Um to lead so that our young folks, the next generation, they can see, well, we don't have to go out and gang bang. We don't have to go out in the street and do this and do that. 
and, and, and do all these wrong things, we can follow this path and we know we're going to, and the end result is a good, is a good result. So yes, yeah, salvation is the key because, you know, that's what Jesus, Jesus said, anyone who wants to follow me <laughs> must first deny themselves, you know, and what, what do you deny? You're denying all your desires, all your, all your, all your fleshly lustful things that you want and you're going to following after him and allowing him to lead you. And one thing I know for sure, with great certainty, Jesus is not going to lead you astray. He's not going to lead you astray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amen. The other men might. <laughs> Jesus no, no doubt about it. Family might. Yeah, but Jesus might. Well, amen and stuff like that. What you was talking, one of the things I thought about, I want to put this out there too. That when it comes to the things of order, amen, order is not abusive, okay? Uh, um, or in the word in the scripture that, that says that we as men should be abusive one to another, uh, or either through the women that's in our life, whether it be daughters or whatever, it's not abusive um, and everything. There's no, there should be no railing upon railing that take place um, in relationships, period. You know, that's not what's supposed to be where we are and everything. And I was always taught growing up as a kid through my, my uncles and everything is that if you get angry and even my grandmother and mother used to say the same, if you get angry and you feel like you're ready to do something, you need to leave out the room. <laughs> get out the house, you know? And then get, get out the house, you know, take a walk, you know, and, and calm down, you know, and stuff like that. You don't do anything or say anything that would cause damage to the person that you're with. Because in the way I look at it now, I see I'm wiser now. I wasn't wise at one time. <laughs> the, way, <laughs> the, the, way, the way I look at it now, in order for me to hurt the person that I'm with, my spouse, is to hurt myself. How stupid is that? I know, right? If I, if I hurt you, I hurt me. <laughs> I, I bring forth a curse back on me. That's just crazy. Yeah. And I think that uh, we, there's something that we need to teach. Um, we should always be uplifting. We're not going to agree on everything, but we should be always uplifting and encouragement and those type of things. Amen. Amen. Um, Actually, I got a couple more. Let me see which one I want to go to. Talk to myself. Amen. I want to talk about the, the other one I have is that men should be encouraged. Okay. Men should be encouragement to themselves and to others. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the reason I put that down, the first one I thought about is how David encouraged the Lord, his God, <laughs> encouraged himself in the Lord, his God, you know, and he did that at a very difficult period of time in his life. Okay, there was there was much that was going on all around him. The enemy that got stolen and taken from him, and plus his men was the men that was around him, his his men, his soldiers, his people was ready to stone him. <laughs> he was ready to stone him. So. Somewhere in that David found, I mean, not just David, but also I believe Job too, to a certain extent, mm -hmm. found enough within himself to encourage himself in the Lord, his God. Yeah. And then with, he began to encourage himself in the Lord, his God. He asked, came the instructions from God, okay, God, what do you want me to do next? 
You know, what do you want me to do next? Where should I go? That brother Tyrone. You know, where you want me to do next? Hey, that brother. (laughs) All right. Where you want me to go next? What do you want me to do next? And I think that ties into uh, what we're talking about because in all these things that we have mentioned so far, we have to be able to go to the Lord. We have to to be able to have that communication with God. God, I'm at my wits end. I don't know what to do next. Everything is coming against me. I'm like, I'm having, look, I'm having a Job experience. Mm -hmm. I got three, four, five things happening all at the same time. They're taking my money. My kids are dead. (laughs) My house is gone. My, all my livestock. Help, God, what what do you want me to do this? But Job had enough sense. I like this about him because he had enough sense to say, (laughs) the Lord giveth (laughs) and the Lord taketh. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And never once did he curse God. You know, even when his wife came, his wife, the person that he lay in the bed with, you know, his help me came to him and, and was and, and said, like, why don't you curse your God and die? Yeah. He, he said, what to, woman, you sound like a foolish one. <laughs> woman, you sound crazy. You know, you know, if we're able to receive the blessings of the Lord, and then in 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 the in the good season, we ought to be able to receive those trials and tribulations that come to. And for us as men, that is can be very damaging. That we're going through, we've lost our job, we don't have any income, we feel like to be all alone, and my family needs this, and we need to get this distance to right here. And we're like, oh, then we do cry out, God, have you forsaken me? You know, did you forget that I have this need? What 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 do you want me to do? Where do I go from here? You know, where do I go from here? But, you know, what thanks be to God, I'm a father. <laughs> that we have somebody that we can go to. We have someone that we can depend on, you know, and everything. We have someone that we can depend on. So the scripture, one of the scripture I have, I thought also, and I'm going to let you brothers give me some talk about this. It's came out of Joshua, and several prophets of Joshua, and, um, and also um, in the Old Testament, and, and verses 1, 9, it says, he told God told Joshua, he said, Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, <laughs> and be not afraid, neither thou be thus dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whatsoever thou go. Now, another version I read said, Be strong and be courageous. <laughs> be courageous. In other words, you're not going through this alone. And sometimes, uh, um, when when you when especially, I don't want to bring race into it and stuff like that. But especially as men, when you've been beat down year after year, season your grandkids, your your generation curses been beat down that you're not this, you can't do that, you're not you're not like us, you're not like God, and all oh, even beat down over a period of time, it 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 it, it wears on you. It wears on you. And, and unless you come from a supporting family that always try to push you forth, that whether it be a mother, a grandmother, you know, grandmother, grandfather, or whether, whether it be a spouse, or whether that's always edging you forth, come on, you can do it. God said you can do it. You are, you are what God said that you are. So I'm going to press you forward in the name of Jesus because Jesus, because God is not finished with you yet. But you have to come to the knowledge of the truth of that too. Say, wait a minute. I said, live. I remember when I had the stroke um, some years ago. And I said to my, the God spoke to me that you should live and not die. Amen. That the, the power that came 
to me, even though God said it, when I repeated it, you see what I'm saying? When I said it, I shall live and not die. I began to prophesy into my own self. And sometimes we need to prophesy into our own self, not things that are mess or whatever, but exactly what the word of God says. Amen. So we need to be able to encourage. So I'm going to be quiet and let you brothers talk. Amen. Anything? Brother T yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Brother Tyrone. Hey, Amen. Uh, I'm just really catching on to what you all are talking about, but uh, you did say something uh, about the portion when you had your scope, what the Lord spoke to you to quote to yourself. Uh, the same thing happened to me, you know, as we as men, uh, you know, I was in a position when I, when I was under COVID uh, for that 15, 16 days, uh, from what all they had told me, the very scripture that came to me was, you know, you should live and not die. I should live and not die. But even when I came out of that, I realized that, you know, I am I am the head of my household. I'm a man. And in order for me to, uh, people to, for me to look over people, look over myself, I had to live. I had to, I had to make that statement within myself. And so, uh, Therefore, I was able to pick up my life and live for what I know God had already done for me. You know, for me to live and not die was a positive thing uh, in my head, in my mind, in my heart, and in my soul. Uh, because if I had chosen not to live, you know, I would have, my life would have just dwindled away, just dwindled away, just dwindled away. But I made up in my mind that I wanted to live. And the scripture backs up and say, you should live and not die. And so uh, I don't know what the topic is tonight, but that's a very good thought for me. Uh, and going forward, I say that, I even say that earlier today, praise God, and even on this week, as I experienced a, a, few, a few deaths in the family and friends this week, you know, I had to say to myself, you know, that particular passage of scripture that we should live, we should live. The enemy is the one that causes us to want to die or to want to give up or to want to quit or to want to give in or, or, or even to be weakened. You know, I, I read in the scripture today over in the book of Joel, uh, the Lord spoke, said, you know, I'm going to restore. I'm going to restore unto you all of the years. I look at Job. You know, Job had a lot. All that he had was taken from him. But in the end, Job got back all that he had. By fact, the scripture said he got back doubles uh, for what he went through. And therefore, you know, I'm going to live. If I choose If I choose to die, I will die. But I don't choose to die. I choose to live. I choose to stand. I choose to hold on. So other people, my friends and loved ones and family members can see that I'm going to live. And that might encourage someone else to live. You know, that's just on what you were just saying. I don't know what our topic is today, but my uh, this mind right now and straightforward is I'm going to live. I'm not going to die until the Lord called me home. And I pray, I pray, Lord, I don't want to die. I don't even want to look toward death until you come back, until I see the glory of the Lord. So with that thought in mind, I'm going to live. And, and, and not that. Amen. God bless you. Know, Amen. Go on, but... Amen. Real quick, uh, Brother Tyrone, we were talking about our topic was the things a man need. Uh, that's what, what, what the uh, topic was about. And we asked uh, you, brother, some of you anyway uh, to 
to write down several things that a man needs and everything like that. I don't think we can be able to get through all of it because we want to stay within that within an hour and stuff. So I would just, uh, I mean, like we can talk about these these things for the rest of uh, for the next two months. <laughs> we follow them up because everybody has a different yeah. opinion. The first thing that we said, brother Tamar, just to catch you up a little bit, and then I'm gonna let, give it to brother. Uh, Brother Cleophas, is that number one, without a shadow of a doubt, we need God, we need Christ in our life. Okay? We need Christ for that. Without a doubt, we always need Christ in our life. Amen. So, Brother Cleophas, you want to take it from there? You have anything to add? Uh, yeah. On, um, just on that piece of encouragement, I mean, I really like that. And I really like the, the scripture reference that you use coming out of, uh, uh, I believe it's 1 Samuel chapter 30 mm -hmm. um, with David and how David encouraged himself. And I, and I think it's really, really important um, as men that we speak life into our lives, Yeah. Um, that we don't uh, speak uh, negativity, we don't speak death, but we speak life. Um, God has given us the ability, and I believe it's in Proverbs where it says that, the, the, that life um, and death, death and life is in the power of the tongue. And uh, so we have to encourage ourselves. And how do I encourage myself? You know, I say the things that I want to see come to pass in my life. You know, I, I'll, I'll take you to, uh, to the very first book of, of, of the Bible in Genesis chapter one. I think it was, I want to say it's uh, like eight different times or it's eight verses where the verse starts off where, where it says, and God said. Mm. And God said, right. And God kept saying until he saw. Mm. Now, if I'm created in his image and in him in his likeness, I am his workmanship. I am created after him. I am a spirit. He's a spirit. God is a spirit. So then I have to do as God does. Then I have to say what I want to see. And with that understanding and with that order, now, now I can encourage myself, even when things don't look good. I can encourage myself. One of the downfalls of Job, I believe is Job 3 and 25, I, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. But Job said that the thing that I feared the most has come upon me. Right. So he spoke this thing into existence. And so what, how, how, how do I get to the next level in life? You know, how do I, how do I get things into my life that I want into my life? Number one, I got to hang around people that have my answer and stop hanging around people who have, who have the same problems I have. You know, if, if you're an, if you're an alcoholic and you want to get free from alcoholism, you're not going to get free hanging with a bunch of alcoholics. If you're a prostitute and you want to get free from prostitution, you're not going to get free hanging with a bunch of prostitution. So you got to start hanging with those who have your answer. You know, my pastor said something very intriguing today that I caught a hold of, and, and he's, been he's been teaching us a, a, a ton of things, but he's been teaching us on this culture of agape and honor, and, uh, and most recently on denying ourselves, and he said this, he's, he says, my response is resourceful. So you, come, you, you say something to me, if I have re rehearsed my responses, then my response is resourceful. If I haven't re re uh, rehearsed my responses and I, now I react, my reaction is destructive. 
So, so, so now I need to encourage myself. I need to meditate on the word there and I need to meditate on those things that are going to get me to another level in life and not keep me held down. And so I think, I think there has to be a shift in focus. And for the believer, for the believer, it's in Romans chapter 12, where we have to now uh, uh, renew our mind in Christ. You know, we have to start to renew our mind in the word and what, 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 God, what the word of God says on how we are to respond to situations, how we are to react to situations, how we are to, to do in the order of God. And then when we do that, we will see that we will have a more enjoyable, a more peaceable life because the scripture says, and it's very clear, and I, and I believe every word that's in the scripture, I do. And it says that when a man's ways please God, he'll make even his enemies to be at peace with him. Mm. So yes, we ought to encourage one another. We ought to uplift one another. We are our brother's keeper. And, uh, you know, when, 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 when my brother is hurting, I'm hurting. But I'm not hurting to a place of, of, uh, of agony. I'm hurting because I want to share a word with, that, with my brother that will lift them up and that will, that will give them encouragement, that will, that will promote them and elevate them to another level in life. Amen. Um. Um, one of the things that you mentioned, uh, the, what, what your pastor said, that was, I thought that would be another something for men to be, is to be resourceful, okay? Mm -hmm. That a man uh, should be resourceful, you know, and uh, whether it's to provide to his family or uh, whether it's to help the ministry and everything like that. Um, I mean, he's, God has equipped us, men and women, with everything that is needed in this world that we live in to go forth, you know? Uh, we have been gifted with those things to go forth and stuff. Uh, sometimes I believe that the, the issue is not that we don't wanna go forth, but issue that there's a fear factor that we don't feel like that we equipped, you know, to go forth that we don't feel, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna judge me because my, my language, my English is not, uh, um, that my dialect, it's not correct. I don't pronounce my words properly. But even with that, the one thing that sticks out when I think about that is what he told Moses, who made your mouth? You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who, who, who made your mouth? You know, you you worried about what other people would say, but I'm the one that made your mouth your mouth. And I think though that I think what I think when I think about that scripture is that because the scriptures, I think you guys correct me, the Moses may have, may have had a stutter or something like that, I guess. That's at least that's what the theologians believe. So that meant that God was going to use Moses with a stutter or, or whatever the case was for his glory, you know, or if there's a limp about whatever the, you know, the, the, you know, you place that you might be in, whether you have a limp uh, whether you you walk funny, whether you had a stroke, or whether you had Brother Tyrone went, went through the COVID experience and stuff, God will use you in a mighty way so that His word would go forth and everything. He would take your 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 body and everything like that, and for that moment, He would begin to speak. I mean, not that He can't hear completely because it's His will, but He will speak mysteries and allegories that the world has never ever heard before in us, in all of us, if we're willing to do that and everything and everything. But the key is 
are we willing? Are we willing to go forth? Are we willing to be resourceful in the things of God? You know, are we willing to listen to him and say, okay, God, are we willing to yield to his way in everything? Um, you know, so there's many things that, uh, Brother Tyrone, you got anything to add? Dad, you good? No, no, I'm listening. Everything's good. Okay. All right. Another, another word, we are almost out of time. We only got about six minutes. I don't want to uh, what I want to do, brothers, is I want to do this, us, us to do this again next month, okay? Uh, uh, for those that are listening, so we'll probably do this again next month. Maybe it's time that some of you brothers have time to go back and reflect, you know, on some of the things that uh, that that you may have, what things that a man need. Again, that's the difference between the things that a man need and the things that a man want. Some brothers might feel like they need sex, okay? <laughs> let's be, let's keep it real, okay? But you know, some brothers might not feel like they did. It just depends, you know. It depends on. I don't think there's anything, but we also know that we need Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Amen. That is without a shadow of a doubt. We know that we need uh, Jesus Christ, and we know we need to. Uh, listen to him speak to our hearts so that we don't uh, do anything to fall short of the glory or cause ourselves or our brothers to sin, okay? So if I, like you, Brother Cleveland said, if I know that you drink and like alcohol and I like alcohol, but you're trying to think, why would I bring <laughs> alcohol around you if I know you trying to quit? Why right. do I know that you trying to get away from drugs? Why would I bring drugs or anything? The temptation, but we are we have to become more of our brother's keeper and everything. And it goes back to what we talked earlier, Cleopas, about being accountable to each yes. other and stuff. And that's what I think what's going on with with the all the world. The men are not accountable to each other. Some are, but I'm talking about that godly accountable. I'm not talking about the worldly accountable. They say, "Oh, well, I'm here for you today, but tomorrow I might not be." <laughs> <laughs> That type of thing. It's conditional. It's conditional. Yeah. It's just yeah. like love. Just like love. Love is love can be conditional. It was never designed to be conditional, yeah. but it can be conditional. It can be conditional. How, how I feel today. Yeah. You know, how much I'm going to love you or not love you at all. Yeah. One of the things I had in my notes that we're going to have to do is the man need love, but that's a whole different topic. We're going to have to time to get into that tonight and everything, you know, because they're different. Um, uh, meaning of love. What kind mm -hmm. of love are you talking about? Are we, are we talking about agape? Are you talking about arrows? Are you talking about all these different types of love and everything? But there's a need that man have within himself. And women, how we have creation, how to be loved. But the first love that we need is that love of receiving from God, you know, and everything. So these things are, are very uh, are things that we need to talk about as men and as the body of Christ that sometimes we don't get a chance to do that and everything. So I'm praying for those that are listening to you uh, uh, stay tuned. We're going to try to do another Zoom next time around. Um, I, I don't know what it's up to you brothers and stuff like that. I'm not getting away from the, broad, the podcast because what I'm going to do after this is I'm going to download it and then um, add it back into um, When Christmas We Talk Radio blog talk radio so others can listen also but i do want to thank you for your time i do want to give you guys your brothers the last word um before we close out uh, brother tyrone and uh, brother Cle cleophas amen i just like to thank god for what we've heard i do apologize for coming in a little late had a sort of busy day like going on but we thank god for what we did here it was really encouraging and we look forward to doing it again uh we just solicit your prayers 
for us on this week. There's a lot ahead of us that we have to get done. It's got, we just listed your prayers and we thank God for what you're doing. We pray that we keep on doing it and let's go forward. Let's look up. Let's win souls to the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm Brother Cleophus. Yeah, I think uh, I can't wait for uh, next month, the uh, next uh, second Sunday of uh, October to uh, to get back on and continue this discussion. I think it's uh, I think it's a much needed discussion, um, you know, about what, what men need. Um, and I think we we, we can add a lot of value and a lot of substance uh, to to live to people's lives uh, by the topic that we're talking about. Um, I think it's I think it's a critical thing, especially in this in these last days. Uh, you know, having because Satan Satan's out to steal, kill, and destroy. And one of the, one of the things that he's definitely after is um, the identity of man mm. and who we identify with and. And so many of us, and even in the body of Christ, we're, we're, we're so uh, identified with the world and not with the kingdom of God. And I think that uh, in, in these last days and in this time, it's so critical that we, that we regain our true identity and DNA of who we really are. And, uh, and we find that in, in, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and close up. Brother Tyrone, we're going to give you the honor to do. Pastor Tyrone, going to give you the honor to go ahead and close this out if you can. I know it's like last minute type of thing, but go ahead and close this out, bro. Amen. God, we thank you for how you have blessed us in this series, in this uh, broadcast. God, we pray that you continue to bless us and keep us looking to the hills from which cometh our help. Lord, bless the souls that have heard us. Lord, let them come to an understanding and know that we are all here to I'll be a witness to each other and to strengthen each other and to love each other. And God, we thank you. We pray that you keep us until we come together again. Keep us covered under your precious blood. We pray in the precious name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen and amen. 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 Again, I want to thank you, brothers. Thank you so much for coming in with us and everything. I appreciate each and every last one of you. Thank you, uh, Brother Austin and, and Brother Tony. We'll hopefully, we'll see you next time around. Amen. Uh, this is when, when Christian Speak Talk Radio. Today's broadcast has been hour three, real life, real men talk, real men and real talk. We hope to see you next next month. Amen. In October, the second, second Sunday in October, and we're going to continue the conversation. So be blessed. Know that God loves you and I love you. And, you, and say, you know, the old people just say, you can't do a thing about it. God That's bless right. you, brothers. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Y'all take care. God All bless. Right. Amen. Amen. <laughs>